Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. To me, it confirms what we've known for months, which is that Fauci lied to us. He lied to Congress. He knew that our taxpayer dollars were being administered by his organization to third parties like EcoHealth Alliance to do cooperative research, gain a function research at the Wuhan Institute of Virology. And when questioned about it, he hid behind a highly legalistic definition. But more to the point, he was lying. And the fact that he still has a job is an affront to the hundreds of thousands of Americans who have suffered, if not died, under coronavirus. I know you're tired of COVID. I'm tired of COVID. Don't get tired of this story, though. These are the people that created this mess that lost you your job or kept your kid out of school or got you sick or had your grandma die. The people that created this because it was man-made. This isn't like an asteroid or, you know, an act of God or whatever. Human beings created this freaking mess that is COVID. And we're figuring out who knew about it when, when it could have been stopped. And Fauci, it looks like, is one of them. We brought you the story yesterday, just as it was breaking, The Intercept had released more than 900 pages of documents they'd uh, sued to get, detailing the work of EcoHealth Alliance, which is a U.S.-based health organization that used federal money from Fauci's very foundation, or his institute, uh, to research and, and alter bat coronaviruses at the Wuhan lab. Peter Daszak, right in the middle of it, that name that's popped up so many times. Remember, he of the the infamous uh, letter from 19 leading scientists saying there's no way it was a lab leak. It's absolutely zoonotic. Anybody who says otherwise is a liar and a fanatic. They were the people who funded this stuff, and they knew their ass was on the line for killing millions of people. So they went into a deep, deep denial. The They have the grant applications now for all this money they got, of your money, by the way, taxpayer money, in which they concede that it's dangerous work. And they have to be very, very careful as part of the reason they need money so they can do it properly. Uh, what's interesting about the Intercept story, and Glenn Greenwald pointed this out uh, a little after we get off the air yesterday, was that uh, the Intercept in that article never once names Anthony Fauci, even though the money came from the NIAID, which he ran. Uh, because he's such a godhead, he's such a saint of anti-Trumpiness, even as The Intercept is doing some pretty bang-up journalism, they couldn't bring themselves to name St. Fauci. How weird is that? Because it would put you, at least in theory, on the same side as Trump. And oh, ooh, oh they, they get a chill thinking about that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, To quote uh, Greenwald briefly, in July, The Intercept had one of its most dishonest partisan hacks, Robert Mackey, basically call Rand Paul a liar and a deranged conspiracy theorist over and over for suggesting Fauci-funded research that could have caused the pandemic, Greenwald wrote on Twitter. But yesterday, the very same Intercept admits it sought documents about Fauci-funded research by EcoHealth, Peter Daszak's group, that, quote, raise additional questions about the theory that the pandemic may have begun in a lab accident. Of course, they were probably looking for those documents to prove the opposite, but they didn't get what they were looking for. At least they published it, but that's a pretty good shot at... uh, at uh, the Intercept, who, who like most of the American media, actively and viciously discredited, undermined, or banned and silenced anybody suggested it was even possible that there was a lab leak involved. 
covering up for the Chinese government, Peter Daszak and Anthony Fauci. So anyway, we hammered that pretty good yesterday. The reactions from Capitol Hill are pouring in, including Wisconsin Congressman Mike Gallagher, who was in the first clip that we played. Uh, He went on to say this, clip uh, 91. We now have the 90-day intelligence review from the Biden administration, which came back with nothing. Yep. That's unacceptable. And it's said that we, ha- we can't get to the bottom of this until we have the co-op- cooperation of the Chinese. That is bogus. That is a cop-out. There are a ton of things we can do. And let's start by subpoenaing Peter Daszak and his entire corrupt organization to get answers. We cannot accept these lies to be the final answer. How has Daszak not been dragged onto Capitol Hill yet? Has he resisted subpoenas or fought him? Has he been subpoenaed? I had some brief thoughts today. Uh, Is there something we're missing here? Is there something like that we can't be told? Were we trying to create a killer bug with the help of the CIA in China that we could release if we needed to? Or is there something going on? Some reason? I I don't know. I take a simpler view of it. I think these guys stake their entire lives, professional reputation, on the idea that they could be trusted to do risky but important research in these coronaviruses, which they knew could kill a lot of people. They swore they could handle it. They got taxpayer money to handle it. And then it got loose and is killing millions of people, and they covered their asses. I think it's as simple as that. I could be wrong, but I don't think I am. The, I'm, I don't really dr fauci's old he's gonna go away and he'll never be heard of again and he'll retire so what happens to him is not that important to me but um we need to decide as a planet if we think it's a good idea to have people continuing to do this research because as we learn what six of the last eight outbreaks of all kinds of different things have been lab leaks clearly we just aren't good at it we aren't good at keeping these things under wraps so maybe we should stop before we do this again with something Could even be. worse. Uh, let's pick a bale of Tom Cotton. He's always good for a quote. Clip 93. I've said for months that Tony Fauci should be fired. Now it's clear that he lied to Congress. So she, he should be investigated and prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. Washington Coldery shrinks Tom Cotton. He's got a head of steam. Uh, let's uh, roll on with 94. You know, for 18 months, he's been saddling up his moral high horse and clucking his tongue at college kids who want to go celebrate a football game in an outdoor stadium on a nice fall day, or parents who don't want their kindergartners to have to wear masks their entire lives, telling you you have to wear three masks, when all along he's been lying, not just to Congress, but to the American people, about his role in funding the very reckless, dangerous research at a Chinese communist lab that unleashed this pandemic on the world. It is a disgrace, and it's time for Tony Fauci to be held accountable. See, that first part's okay, I think. And we can discuss whether or not it's okay. The covering up the fact that you were doing that is a way not okay. Right, yeah. If he was wrong with some of what they thought about the COVID in the early days, all right, you can forgive that. It was a new thing. But, yeah, it's the, it's the crime of unleashing this thing and lying about it. Uh, one more Tom Cotton. Well, I, for one, am going to be looking forward to Tony Fauci's next appearance in the United States Senate. 
Now it's no longer just Tony Fauci trying to lecture senators, using word games, acting like they're the dumb ones, like they're the ones who don't understand basic concepts like making a virus more transmissible. When now it's in his own words, in his own emails, and the emails all, all of his cronies who have been on this gravy train for decades getting your tax dollars and then concealing what it went for, his appearance after that should be at the federal courthouse down the street. A train made of gravy. <laughs> wow, wow. This is serious business here. And then finally, since The Intercept and every legacy media outfit in this country slandered Rand Paul when he was questioning Fauci on Capitol Hill, you remember that, the argument about gain of function? Let's let the uh, the curly-headed uh, lawn pugilist... <laughs> Rand Paul, have his say. Clip 96, please. You have to realize this is the same Dr. Fauci who in, 19, in 2012 said that even if a pandemic occurred, the research was worth it. He has always been an advocate of gain-of-function research, and he said even if it were to leak from a lab, infect a scientist, and cause a pandemic. So I find that hard to believe that we still would have someone with such poor judgment who believes that even a pandemic would be worth it, that that person is in charge of the research for our government. I find it astounding. Excellent point. Agreed. And one more from Rand, 97. He has lied dozens of times. Usually he tells us that it's for our own good. But yes, he has dissembled, he has obfuscated, there's other nicer words, but he has definitely lied to the American public, and he should be held responsible. But not just that, the, the, the judgment that we should continue to fund this lab and that the virus in all likelihood came from the lab, I think is such incredibly poor judgment that he should be immediately removed. And there's your saint for you, Saint Fauci, the anti-Trump. Hey, Fauci! Exactly. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. That Are fellow's you adamant. a good little Nazi? Have you been a good little Nazi? That's right. Not actually, no. But thank you for asking. <laughs> so, uh, while we're talking about diseases in hospitals, I tweeted this out yesterday. Our friend Craig, the healthcare guru, sent us this graph yesterday to Joe and I. The growth of physicians and administrators since 1970. Oh, yeah, this is stunning. Uh, tweeted it out. We should put it on the website for those of you who don't do Twitter. Armstrongandgetty.com. Uh, there has been a over 3,000% growth in the number of administrators in hospitals since 1970, while physicians have barely grown at all. There are a few more p- physicians than there were in 1970, but the growth of administrators, so it's exactly the same thing we've been talking about with colleges and uh, you know in public schools. Over the last years, you get way, way, way more of the people that don't do anything, the, the, the people that aren't teachers, that are in between teachers and your student, and the teachers say the same. This with the doctors and that sort of people, eh, about the same. The growth it really exploded in like the 80s and then particularly in 1991. As I tweeted yesterday, it's not like in 1991 we were putting leeches on people's feet. Uh, feet. You know, healthcare seemed to be going along. But for some reason, everybody decided, every hospital in America decided, you know what we need is we need a 100 more people that just push papers around and tell you no, you can't in between the front desk and your doctor to make it harder for you to get uh, anything done. Right. Right. Beautiful. Actually, the numbers of, of, in the, the college world are striking as well. We could hit those when we come back. Got a lot of good stuff to get to this hour. Yeah, I was at a hospital yesterday, and the number of times that as I was trying to get something done, in which I eventually couldn't, and, uh, and the number of times I heard, well, that's the process, or, well, that's just the way we do it, or those are the rules. That's, that's what all these administrators do. They make rules. 
and make a process that keeps you from getting anything done or get them from getting anything done. It's just the weirdness of bureaucracies. Anyway, all that stuff Joe mentioned on the way. Armstrong and Getty. Do you feel like he owes you an apology after all these years? You know, there was a, um, I think there was a long period um, before my life changed last six or seven years where it, I felt a lot in terms of there not being this resolution. And I'm, I'm very grateful that I don't have that feeling anymore. I don't need it. He should want to apologize um, in the same way that I want to apologize any chance I get to people that I've hurt and my actions have hurt. That's one Monica Lewinsky discussing whether she needs an apology from Bill Clinton at this point. Well, good for her. She's uh, time or maturity or whatever just doesn't matter anymore. Um, there's a new movie coming out tv series tv i keep just like seeing headlines about this something about monica lewinsky uh, Mm. coming out any day now uh so i missed that somehow speaking Uh, of questionable politicians the california recall in a moment or two so mercedes has got a new car that reads your mind you got to wear a helmet while you drive it though i don't know if i'm gonna wear a helmet in my car (laughs) wait Um, the new food frontier is fish made from plants sounds gross what does that even mean? And a Britney Spears <laughs> update, so all that on the way. Great, Scott. Have I gone mad, or did you just say those things? <laughs> so a couple of things for your consideration. First of all, as we mentioned, the uh, the growth of non-teaching staff in colleges. Why is college so expensive? Well, it's, we need more funding, blah, blah, blah. No, perhaps it's a scam getting pumped full of guaranteed federal money and bloated staffs. Student enrollment is up 8% since 1970. Can that be right? Uh, da, 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 yeah, in in public schools. Okay. Uh, increased by 3.7 million or 8%. However, during the same period, total education staffing rose by 84%. <laughs> and how, how does that happen without anybody raising their hand and saying, wait a second, why were we perfectly capable of cranking out a college graduate a few years ago just fine, but now we need hundreds of more administrators. Explain that to me. And I would like well, to hear... Well, and this is, this is K through 12. I would like to hear... Okay, fine. What Same result. I would like to hear somebody explain that. Why do you need so many more human beings in between your student and the teacher to get a fifth grader through school now? What What's the answer to that? Well, obviously you don't. The answer is whenever there is a third-party payer, there is bloat and there is fraud. Always. If the person getting the good isn't directly paying for it, there will be fraud. Well, am I... it's, it's like any government program. It's now a bloated fraud. Well, and so this never comes up. It's kind of like my theme yesterday of nobody ever quotes the taxpayer on various things. They just quote the, the, the getters, not the, the payers. But um, every time you hear schools talking about needing more money why don't you say fire half the people that aren't teachers just get rid of half of them you'll be fine you were able to do it 20 years ago you could you could teach kids fine without that many people so do it again now 
Yeah. What's really interesting, so uh, student enrollment up 8%. Non-teaching staff is up 138%. Teaching staff is up 60%. What do they all do? And and it exploded. I mean, there was a big rise between 1970 and 1990. It was up 60%. But then it went up another 60% uh, from 1990 to today. So those are the years we were in school. Do you look back like on your fifth grade experience and think, man, it was just it was so awful because there weren't 300 more administrators at my school? What? No, we there was practically no non-teaching staff. No. Well, what what do you what do they do? That's why I keep asking. What do they do? At your yeah. school, you work at a school. What do all those people do? What are their jobs? Our text line, 415-295-KFTC. So a quick transition to the recall of the lunkhead governor of California, Gavin Mussolini. Uh, according to the wisdom of crowds, specifically predictit.com, the Democratic dopes odds of staying in office after the uh, election, the recall election, reached their highest mark last week since early July. What you do is you buy shares essentially in an outcome, and the price for it, he gets to uh, he gets recalled is super cheap right now because nobody wants it. Now, do they know something? Are they right? Hard to say. We have a couple of clips of uh, talking heads discussing that coming up next segment. I don't feel like there's a fever in the air for the recall like there was when Gray Davis got recalled and Arnold was. But that was mostly just because of the star power of Arnold. Well, to a large extent, although nobody liked Gray Davis. He was awful. Yeah. Awful. I don't know. I think all the energy was behind the movie star thing. Yes. Him with the broom and the you know the Twisted Sister singing the songs. It was just such a show. Like, like Trump. It was such a show. Good times. Good times. Um, but we got more on that coming up. And are you willing to wear a helmet to drive your car if you could accomplish more with it? Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Somebody texted, there's like 10 vice principals at each school now. Is that true? What do they do? Collect paychecks. But what do they do when they get to work every day? I don't file paperwork, <laughs> shuffle it around, <laughs> send memos to each other, I guess. I don't know. Uh, the, uh, apropos of nothing, Michael says this is a doll commercial from many years ago. Yes, yeah, from Remco. It's the Baby Laugh-A-Lot doll. Okay. Listen to Remco's Baby Laugh-A-Lot. All right. (laughs) You're listening to Baby (laughs) Laugh-A-Lot. She's the funniest doll you've ever seen. (laughs) Just push the button and she starts to giggle. (laughs) Get Baby Laugh-A-Lot by Remco. And that's not supposed to haunt uh, you in your sleep? Wow. How many people did that baby stab? <laughs> Gee, making lampshades out of human skin. That's what oh that baby's God. doing. Wow. That was aimed wow. at small kids. Creepy. Thank you, no. Um, yeah. It's interesting. You know, I was going to throw in one thing. Um... I'll be vague about this. 
The public schools have way more accommodations for special needs kids than they ever had back when I was in school. True. So a certain amount of the growth in administrators is that. Jack, check out the IEPs. That's funny. I don't even I don't remember what IEP stands for, and I'm, I think I'm getting one. Um, that's uh, when your your kid has a special plan for uh, they need help going through the school because they can't do it the normal way. And uh, last year I taught over half my students had IEPs, full employment for psych majors. So the number of counselors and all that sort of stuff that are involved in that is quite a bit. Hmm. And, I'd you like know, to know what share of the growth that is. I would too, um, because you know I'm I'm more than willing to amend my remarks because I think some of those programs are are very good. Sure, but I also know it's a hell of a lot of just administrators. Well, and and how much of it is the inclusiveness are for your district and all that sort of stuff and the equity chair or whatever. Sure, yeah. Mercedes has a new car that reads the driver's mind in a milestone of merging man and machine. It says here. Uh, Elon Musk, of course, has been pioneering self-driving cars and making the greatest leaps and all that sort of stuff. But Mercedes has gotten this new Vision AVTR. Mercedes designers envision a future where drivers can adjust the radio, the air conditioning, or maybe even one day the satellite nav just by thinking about them. To pull off this, the driver needs to wear a helmet with electrodes that detect brain activity and translate into impulses. Also, we don't have to lift our hands? I mean, is that the advantage? Well, and the helmet will have to drill into your skull in just seven places. So if I'm willing to wear a helmet while I drive, which I don't really want to do, and, like, I don't even have hair. If you got hair, you don't want to put a helmet on, or you're going to look a lot different when you get to work. Ruin my quaff. Um, and is this also I don't have to lift my hands again and press that awful, just so difficult to deal with fan switch that makes your fan right. go up to the next level. Why Why is technology trying to turn us into giant, obese jellyfish? I don't know. This need to keep me from moving my thumb. Like, I got this little roller button on my Tesla that turns up the fan. So this need to keep me from moving my thumb or opening my garage door by pressing this button? Your garage door knows when you're a block away. Oh, no, because I get so exhausted pressing that button. Ah, it hurts. Who's behind turning us into fin people? That's what we need to know. Flipper people. Flipper people. Our arms just wither away, and we got little fins and flippers. So that's that story. The next food frontier, fish made from plants or in a lab. Mmm, you can taste the lab. (laughs) Uh uh, she, a chef here, he's working on blah, blah. It's a flavor is light and bland, and the texture is like grouper, but a bit tougher. Well, I don't know the texture of grouper off the top I of my head. I just had some grouper uh, recently. It's a delightful fish. I haven't had a bite of a fish in... I've maybe had a bite of fish in the last 15 years. No. I love fish. I eat it all the time. Love it. I haven't had fish for a meal probably in 15 years. And I can't seafood. guarantee I've had it. Seafood. Uh, I have sushi now and then. That's fish. Yeah. Uh, but I get it to the grocery store, not at, like, at a real sushi oh, place. Oh, Lord. Grocery store sushi, which is the name of my new band. Um, oh, uh, you know what? I meant to mention this. I, I, I had the Impossible Meat Burger the other day. It was at a uh, social gathering, and if I had not known what, what, I, what it was, I would have told you it was a hamburger. How's your stool? <laughs> Thanks for asking. <laughs> I, well... Any any report on the state of my stool after that social gathering would have a great deal less to do with the Impossible Burger and a great deal more to do with the probable bourbon. 
Almost certainly bourbon. <laughs> yes. I'm no gastroenterologist, but that's my best guess. That used to be my opening comment for most people. How's your stool? <laughs> Charming. Um, anyway, they said it's light and bland. It's uh, made in a lab and from plants, and this is something to do with hunger in the world. or what? You know, in poor, poor countries where they sit around in the dirt with flies on them, they can eat that stuff. I'm not eating it here in America. I think it's more about uh, overfishing. Overfishing okay. the oceans. Gotcha. And then finally, a Britney Spears update. Although with the cows, they always talk about the methane, right? And the poop. And nobody knows what to do with the poop. And it turns into a toxic waste dump downriver from cattle yards and all. Nobody talks about fish methane. I don't even know if fishes, you know, occasionally let one go under the ocean. Who would know? The whales? I don't know. He says all he wants is what's best for his daughter. I'm not sure I believe that since you pushed her to be a sex pot when she was still a child. But Britney Spears' dad is going to file to end the conservatorship because he said it is time. It can't be because lawyers are coming after him to make his life hell and all the public pressure all across America and saying that he's a controlling maniac. Yeah, the whole world thinking you're a monster might be a factor. Yeah, I just want what's best for my daughter. That's what I, why I put her in high heels and thigh highs and a short skirt when she was 16 years old and put her on uh, music videos for all grown men to look at. That's what I wanted for my daughter. I wonder how her mental health actually is. I mean, just, and, and I'm not like uh, uh, obsessed with stars. I don't have a right to know. I don't give a crap about celebrities. I just, I think it's an interesting situation, interesting legal situation. I wonder how I, troubled she is. I read something the other day about Honey Boo Boo, and I actually um, screenshotted it and was going to bring it on the show, but it's just too depressing. Do you remember Honey Boo Boo? Sure, of course. The, the little girl who was uh, her, her, her weirdo mom. June, um, and dad at the time? Was there a dad involved? I don't even remember. I watched Here Comes Honey Boo Boo for like a half of one season. But anyway, it was about those child pageants, and this little girl was, you know, had a really compelling personality, and it became a popular show. But she's now in high school, and she's a grown-up, uh, more or less. And uh, it was an interview with her, and she's miserable and broke and got taken advantage of and has no friends. And... um and her, and part of it is because her whole life in show business, and it's just it was just awful. And I Ugh. thought, and I, and, I, and all, all I thought is anybody who gets their kid into show business in any way has got something seriously wrong with them. If you have a child prodigy musician or something like that, you know, let them pursue that path, I suppose. And you, and, but but that's different than the just child celebrity thing. Yeah, TV slash movie is a very different world than virtually anything else um, in terms of performance. What is the big difference? Because I can think of several child stars that seem to be doing fine. Well, they weren't stars, but they were prodigies like in, 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 in music. And then their lives haven't seemed to come off the rails the way like child TV stars do. Right. Well, I just think part of it is if you're on TV or in the movies, people treat you like a god. Britney was just that famous. Britney wasn't really a prodigy in any way. I mean, she could memorize all those dance moves. She was just super hot. Well, she was a Disney star. She was a yeah, Disney that's child true. TV that's star. But the vast majority of these people end up miserable. Reading this Honey Boo Boo thing, I thought this is just awful. Her mom ought to be arrested for the, the condition she's in right now. That's funny, because watching the show, she came off as a real princess. A lot of wisdom, a lot of intelligence. Yeah, Where's as our I recall. Clips, Mike? Can we, we just got... make a marinade sandwich? There you go. A marinade sandwich. You could just make a... What did she say that again? 
You can just make a mayonnaise sandwich. Okay. Do we have any more of the clips from that uh, that scene? Uh, no, no, we don't. Okay, I want this answered once and for all right now. What happens to our clips? Where do they go? Clip heaven. Somebody answer that question for me. Where do they go? We have two different computers, and uh, one computer has some clips, and the other computer has some clips, and they don't talk to each other, so we have to hop into the Is other. there a way to fix that? Yes. Yeah. Counsel- counseling. They need counseling. <laughs> Communication computers. It's so important. Yeah. So that's where we're at right now, Jack. Well, okay. No, that so kind of answers it, the question, but we need we need to fix this, because we have clips that the listeners love that we love, that we've played for years, sometimes decades, and then all of a sudden they're just, they eh, can't play them anymore. Why? That doesn't make any sense. It's like, a, the, I'm trying to think of an example, on Friends, they just start one Thursday night with a different song. What happened to the song everybody liked? It just kind of went away. Somewhere. It's not in the system anymore. Yeah, it's not in the computer anymore, so we can't play the Friends theme song anymore. I mean, that doesn't make any sense. All right, here's yeah. another clip, by the way. Marinaise does not have meat in. Marinaise does, does not have meat in. Marinaise does not have meat in. Can't argue with that. Oh. <sighs> wow. What charming. Yeah. That was the hit show for a cup of coffee. Yeah, but not in a good way. Wasn't no. it a little human zoo-ish? And if you'd ask anybody watching that show at the time, is this girl going to be happy when she's in high school? 98% of people would have said no. She's going to be miserable. Yeah. So Yikes. Yeah. Yikes. Uh, we'll try to finish on something that's happier, right? Yeah, thanks for bringing that to us. Appreciate it. Wow. Appreciate wow. it. Nice. I, I good job, Jack. You. Uh, text line 415-295-KFTC. The Armstrong and Getty Show. How are you doing? Okay. Are you going to agree on it? <laughs> Mr. President, I got a question. Yep. Is the sun going to come out tomorrow? I don't know what that was. Somebody asked <laughs> President Biden how he's going to get the Democrats to come together on the big $3.8 trillion Make Us France legislation. And uh, he said something about the sun will come out tomorrow. I don't know what he was talking about. Anywho. Yeah. Uh, Joe Manchin has said he will not support anything over a trillion, and he's not even sure he'll go that high. That's uh, the holdout that is saving the republic in my mind. But Bernie Sanders has come out today and said the three, is it 3.5 or 3.8? That the current number, he said, is the low number. It should be higher than that. So he's not going any lower than that. Bernard Sanders. I hope Bernie sticks to that, because if he does stick to that, then it ain't going to happen. Yep, it's dead. They'll lose the high-enders and the low-enders. Good. Um, so we were talking earlier about a graph uh, we saw about how many, how many more administrators there are in hospitals. Slight rise in the number of physicians over the years. Explosion of 3,500% of administrators over the last several decades. And uh, we thought, well, it's the same in schools, and it is the same in schools. And we were wondering, what are all these people doing? And a whole bunch of people said it's the growth in government regulations. All these regulations require people to deal with the regulations. And you have mm-hmm. to hire all these people to deal with the regulations. Like you said, a lot of paper getting pushed around. A lot of boxes being checked. The polite word for it is compliance. 
You have to have so many people in compliance. That's why your doctor's office is teeming with humans, and yet uh, nobody can talk to you for like 10 minutes as you stand there. So I would say from my personal experience, schools are way better equipped to deal with special needs kids today than they were when I was a kid. Way mm-hmm. better. But that doesn't explain the, the, the growth. There, there's way more going on than that. Yeah, a friend who's actually been a school board president texted and said a lot of it is compliance with the special need uh, rules and regs, state and federal. Uh, but then a lot of it's just the way bureaucracies behave. There's a lot of tax money swishing around and, you know, you, you add jobs. It just gets bigger and more bloated like all bureaucracies. I know I'm bigger and bloated, so. Do you want to hit on the uh, the, the Biden stuff? Uh I kind of do. Do you have something you're dying to squeeze in before the end of the show? I had something else I wanted to hit. I don't remember what it was. It doesn't matter. I can do it tomorrow. Well, you depressed the crap out of us last segment talking about honey. That's true. Keep it out of my hands. (laughs) Keep it out of my hands. Oh, Peter Bogosian has uh, today resigned. That's what I wanted to mention. We like Peter Bogosian. We've had him on the air before. Yeah. He resigned today from his teaching post at Portland State University because, quote, Students are not being taught to think. Rather, they are being trained to mimic the moral certainty of ideologues. That's, uh, Barry Weiss has got a substack on that. I will look more oh. into that and bring you the highlights tomorrow. Can't wait to read that yeah. and or hear about it on the Armstrong and Getty Show. So our ancient president was uh, touring the scene of the recent hurricanes in the Northeast and protesters angry again uh, about the, uh, the willy-nilly floundering uh, evacuation of Af- Afghanistan were shouting at him. Clip 11. So they're yelling at him about Afghanistan, and he was asked later what he thought of the protesters. Clip 14. Seeing how folks are doing after this destruction and pain and another devastating storm is an eye-opener. The people who stand on the other side of the fences who don't live there, who are yelling that we're talking about interfering with free enterprise by doing something about climate change, they don't live there. That's right. That's right. They don't live. They don't understand. That's uh, Warren wow. G. Harding, who's 140 years old. He was president in the 30s. Wow. 20s. Leader of the free world there. Mm. Hey, kids. It's that time again. With Armstrong and Getty. Here's your host for Final Thoughts. I hope all those kids are masked. Joe Getty. Let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew to wrap things up for the day. There he is, pressing the buttons in the control room. Our technical director, Michelangelo. Michael. Uh, yeah, my um, little nephew likes to sing and dance for us, and I'll sometimes put a little hat out and maybe drop quarters in it, but I'm not putting him in showbiz, that's for sure. How old is he? I think he's about nine. Nine. That's cute. Mm, get him some teeth implants, bleach his hair, get him on the TV. Uh, young Alex is our producer. The final th- yeah, I have a final thought. Uh, yesterday, uh, Steve from Blues Clues put out a video in uh, his Blues Clues garb, kind of saying hello to kids 25 years later oh, after the debut you, Blues Clues. You, you got to grab some of that audio for us. I'll I, have it tomorrow. I, I saw the headline, Steve from Blues Clues is back, telling people where he's been, and I, I want to know. 
Hey, I grew uh, well, up with and it. And I can't wait to talk about it uh, tomorrow. Yeah. So we will. So we there, will. Are, there are three kinds of lies. Lies, damn lies, and statistics. Here's an example. And I don't know this, but I'm pretty sure I'm right. I just saw a headline, a breathless headline. A quarter of all COVID cases are now children. Huh. Let me think about that for like 10 seconds. Kids are back in schools. All the schools are mandatorily testing all these kids. So, of course, they're catching way more COVID cases than they caught before when kids were home and not getting tested. Yay! I figured it out. It doesn't mean anything. And virtually every single one of them will be fine anyway. So it's truly garbage. My final thought, there was a spree of 15 arson fires in the wine country, California, Napa Valley. And uh, I wonder if it's a, every wildfire is blamed on climate change. Maybe we just have more arsonists these days. I mean, you've got to be patently crazy to be setting fires right now. Yeah, you're right. There's been a bunch of these started by uh, by arsonists. That should get more attention. Doesn't help the climate change people any, though. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up nope. another grueling four-hour workday. So many people to thank. So little time. We have some great clicks for you under hot links at armstrongandgetty.com. Uh, yesterday and today, check that out. Some great A&G swag. The Heather Gray t-shirt with the red and blue logo. Very popular. Email us, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. See you tomorrow. God will bless America. Armstrong and Getty. You know what would be a funny thing to do? No. No! Screw it in an ass over depression. Word. And boom goes the dynamite. Billy, Billy, Billy. Well, that bad it kept care. It's true. Oh, Lord. Go away. Get. So... Let's go out with a bang. There were ten times less uh, infections. What the F does that mean? The next little strength. Then say that. <laughs> God, I hate that. It's not hypothetical. But damn it. On that high note, thank you all very much. <laughs>